Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode of the Self Love Club podcast is brought to you by The Beacon by Soul33. Your spiritual guidance app, search Soul33 on the App Store and Google Play today. The Self Love Club, where boss women share their stories to empower others. Welcome to the Self Love Club podcast. I'm your host, Belle Crawford. Love Lessons is back. Welcome to navigating the start of relationships and what is commonly known as the man spin or dating freakouts. In this episode, spiritual practitioner Gaia Chanaya and I cover dating and relationships after lockdown. With three planets in retrograde, what impact is Venus having on our relationships? Why do guys come in so hot at the start then often freak out? how to best navigate this tricky and all too common situation and how to work out your value system and put yourself first. Enjoy. Gaia, welcome back to the Self Love Club podcast. First time we've never recorded in person. It's like a a new thing online. How are you doing? I'm really good. I'm so excited to have another episode with you, Belle. So good to have you back. And we're going to get into this month's topic very soon. But first, how's things been for you? It's been a really interesting time, which I think everybody would have experienced this reevaluating who we are. Because obviously, we've all had, most of us have had to stop our normal lives. I know, I know some people have been working from home and doing their thing, but it's still not the normal life as we know it. Mm. So for me, I've sort of been reevaluating who I am and what I want to do and how I want my new normal to look like. And so it's been a really reflective time. And some parts of it were painful, like there was some screaming and crying. And the other parts were really positive, like seeing growth. And so I hope that everybody who listens to your podcast have gone through those motions and not tried to suppress anything. Yeah, it was definitely a process. And I think everyone would have had weeks where maybe they were feeling it more than others. I know around, I spoke about the week I was having a few wobbles and a lot of people were like, yep, same. You know, we'd been, a lot of us have been like battlers and been really strong and, and helping everyone else out. And then by about week five, week six, we we're like, oh, this is a lot. And it's, you know, the good thing yeah. is that we're all going through it together. So at least you're not alone, I guess, in some ways, if that helps at all. That's right. And it's the, I think it's the first time for all of us of this living in this generation is going through something together. You know, the whole world is going through something and that's quite a powerful thing. So individually, we've all made a lot of progress and growth within ourselves. And now we're ready to make that breakthrough to keep going for the rest of this year. Yeah. Do you think you're going to be transitioning back into the world? I, I don't know if I'm, I'm very, it's been homebody <laughs> heaven. I'm, I'll, I'll go out now and then for little things, but I'm pretty happy in my little nest, you know? Look, I purchased my first onesie and I'm quite happy just wearing it at home, to be honest. I actually put a little bit of makeup on for oh my you God, today, same. Oh my God, I know. I didn't, <laughs> almost didn't recognize myself. I'm like, who, who is this person? No, you look lovely. It's so good to see you. Thank you. It's been so you long. Too. Like often, guys, we'll catch up for a little coffee and, and cake 
dates in between episodes. So, yeah, it's been a long time. So it's so good to see you and have a chat. Thank you. Tell us a little bit about the retrograde. You know all about it with the Venus stuff going on right now. I probably didn't say that right at all. (laughs) No, that's fine. No, look, I'm not an astrologist and I've said this on our love lessons before, but obviously I'm a spiritual practitioner. I feel things very deeply. And on the 13th of May last month, it was a crazy week. So you might want to look back in your diary if you're keeping a diary to see what was actually going on for you that week. Astrologers were saying how it's one of the most fucked up weeks ever because three planets were going into retrograde. And the particular planet that is still in retrograde now, um, the others are as well, but the one I want to talk about because it relates to what we're talking about today is Venus has gone into retrograde. And Venus is the ruler of relationships. So during that week, especially, like I think I was having relationship meltdowns on the day that retrograde started. And that's because we were all reevaluating who we are within our relationships. And if you're not in a relationship, trying to figure out like, what, what do I do? What do I do? What do I need to change? Do I go back to my ex? Did I let the right the person go for the right reasons? So Venus in retrograde has really rocked the boat in relationships, whether you're in one or not. It is that energy that makes us question whether we're doing the right thing. Mm. So how can we navigate this time? It's a good time. Like we don't have to look at retrogrades as being these scary, freaky things because I just think that I actually love being in those spaces where I'm really upset and like almost can't control my emotions because I know there's healing going on in that process. Mm. So whatever is coming up for you in terms of your relationship energy, it's really time for you to look internally because I mean, you know, with what I do, I see repeated patterns over and over again. So with this Venus in retrograde, you want to look at how you are and evaluate how you are in a relationship. So even if you're not in a relationship and say you're starting to date someone or you're going out on Tinder dates or whatever, you want to observe within the dynamic what it is that you're feeling and expecting from the other person. So are you the person that is the chaser? Are you the person that's playing the game? Are you the person that's being over communicating in the relationship? Are you the person that pulls away? So you want to be looking at all of those areas within (laughs) yourself if you're in a relationship and even if you're not, because if you can make those subtle changes within yourself, then you'll find someone compatible that you can be with without playing all these games with each other. Mm, Yeah. And wasn't it interesting? I mean, you were in a relationship, but I got to say, like, it was really fascinating watching different people have these like online, we had one in our bubble, an online relationship. And you're like, oh, what's going to happen here? This is very interesting. And And then now people can catch up. They're like, people are making excuses about why they can't see the person they've been like sending absolute filth to for the last like seven or eight weeks. Um, it's, and, it's a bizarre thing. Yeah, and also I felt a bit of relief of not having to see people like, oh, what a shame. We can't we can't catch up. You're like, oh, got to stay in lockdown. You know? <laughs> so naughty. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, it, that's the thing. I mean, when we were talking off air, we were talking about how when, especially the male-female relationship or whatever, whatever it is, whether you're seeking a partner, how some people just switch off when it actually comes to the meeting of people. Like, it's like 
almost like the armchair warriors where you can you, you when you have that screen in front of you and you're not actually have to engage with people face to face men or the other person that you're seeking can have a freak out they can have a freak out and ghost you and not want to see you and not want to pursue anything because there's something about that thrill of that chase that certain people and relationships like. And so that's why during this Venus retrograde period, you want to look at what part you play in that because there's some part of you that's attracting that and reflecting back at you what you need. So there's some part of you that's wanting that rejection, even though that's like you're thinking, guy, why the fuck do we want to be rejected? (laughs) But there is some part of you that needs to be healed in that part Mm -hmm. because it's triggering you. Because you think when you meet someone, right, like it's been bloody ages for me, but that feeling of when you meet someone and like, oh my God, I'm going to go meet them for the first date. You're like dying of nerves. And then you're like waiting for them to text afterwards. You're like, like, what's going to happen? Yeah, like where's this going, you know? Yeah, Yeah. and and we've talked about this before privately is that men especially, guys, if you're listening, I'm not bagging you. This is just generalisation. Yeah, we never want to, this is not a sexist platform. Like we love men. No. But we're just, we're going to talk a lot about this during this topic, yeah. Yeah, it's just because I see this a lot with my clients. So I'm just talking very factually based on what I know as well with the spiritual aspect. It's just that sometimes the intensity is there, and it happens actually a lot because I hear about it a lot from people. The intensity is there in the beginning with the communication and the text and I really like you, and then suddenly they fall off the face of the planet. Yeah. And where have they gone? And then you're left in this vulnerable position of feeling rejected, feeling hurt, feeling unworthy, all your pain is being triggered within you of abandonment, all of that stuff. And so these are the changes that we need to make within ourselves. Easier said than done Mm. because it takes work. But this is where the long-term vision is needed. It's like I've been thinking about that also. What is it that I want in the long-term in terms of a relationship? Happiness, peace, compatibility, someone to share memories with, all of that sort of stuff. And love, obviously. Mm. So, you know, talking about if you're starting the dating game now post-COVID lockdown, (laughs) you're going to have to really evaluate what you're walking into that potential relationship with. Because if you're walking in there with the fear of abandonment, the fear of being left, rejected, all of that, you're likely to experience that very early on where the guy freaks out because guys like the thrill of the chase. And this is from male clients and female clients and the spiritual knowledge that I have. They like the thrill of the chase, but they also like to be felt like they need someone who will give them some space. So they want, they want someone to be interested in them, but not overtly so in the beginning Mm. because it gets boring and I know this in a in a relationship also is that you know we're open and honest with each other but you don't actually need to disclose everything you're feeling all at once so for me I always wait till I know exactly what the final feeling is I work through all the fear and the rejection and the whatever I'm feeling and then I only talk about the last part with him 
So you don't need to discuss everything with them because they get frightened and run away. Yeah, I think that's something that we'll do and everyone's different, but I feel like a lot of the time, you know, it's this thing and and for women we feel like, oh, we can trust this person and then sometimes you just might tell them a bit too much too soon if you are an open person. I've definitely learned to just, yeah, just share some stuff with them. You don't have to tell. I mean, like, it's not their right to know everything anyway, not for anyone you meet. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Because I think what is felt on the opposite side for someone that you have just met and you're trying to see whether there's a relationship is they feel a lot of pressure Mm. and they feel like you are looking to them to fill those voids and that healing that you can only do within yourself. And that's when guys can freak out because I was having a discussion um, with one of my male clients recently. And he said, you know, women seem to come into relationships expecting the marriage, expecting the presence, expecting the children, expecting this. And he said, we don't want to go with that agenda. If we love you, those are things that will come with it, Mm. but not when the expectation is there right from the front and we don't have those deep feelings for you, we don't owe you anything. Mm. It is a tough one, isn't it? Because it's a balancing act. It's a very tough one. it's It's a balancing act of, you know, just going with the flow, which sometimes us girls are not as good at doing because we want to know what's happening. We need that reassurance a bit. And also balancing out what you want. So how do you sort of go into it, you know, and be relaxed and not have too much expectation, but also be clear about what you do want and what you don't want? Because if you're going to start a relationship with someone who doesn't want to have children, then what's the point? You know what I mean? Exactly. You don't want to bring that sort of stuff up too soon. Yeah. Especially, I mean, depending on, you know, because it really does. I mean, even if I meet a guy now and he's like, so do you want to have children? I'll be like, I don't even freaking know you, On your bike, mate. (laughs) See ya. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But this is where you have to be really clear in yourself what it is that you do want. Because I've met a lot of female clients who are approaching that age where they're like, shit, I haven't met anyone. I might miss out on having children. Maybe there's another way that I can do that. They're looking at other ways. So you kind of have to be okay with certain scenarios in your in your head so that you don't put that pressure on that other person. Because I think when I see female clients and they're at that desperation kind of stage, it's almost like it doesn't matter who the guy is. <laughs> it's like they can fill that place for me of being the father of my children, being the blah, blah, blah. And then it doesn't work out for whatever reason. And they ghost them or they the guy feels too much pressure. So yes, be clear about what you want, but give it time because mm. men, generally speaking, of course, this is, this is not every man, this is just generally speaking, they generally take a little bit longer to get the deeper feelings. Mm. So that's why they're usually intense in the beginning because it's exciting. It's like this new person to get to know. And then if we come in too strong there, they're like, oh, this is boring. You know, all she wants from me is that end result. Yeah. Obviously things can be different, but generally what happens is a guy comes in real hot and the girl's like, I don't know. You're like, oh, well, you know, and then the girl's like, okay, this is the thing. This is cool. And then we'll be like, oh yeah, we trust this person now, da, da, da. And then what happens is, and I think everyone can relate to this because I, I feel like it's it's a thing. It happens. Um, yeah. And then the guy will will freak out. But it's it's so weird. It's like, why did you come in so hot, mate? Like, I understand what you're saying, but it's so strange how they'll come in so it hot, is. so short, telling you all these things. And I personally don't get swept up in that so much anymore. As you get older, you sort of, you just go with it and you sort of actions speak louder. So if they say something, it's like, that's interesting. And then you don't really get your hopes up. You just... You know, if they're promising you all these things, you sort of, 
wait to see, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, then you don't get Correct. so disappointed. But, like, it is strange, isn't it, how they come in so hot. Like, why do they do that? Because they're wanting you, they, they know they've got something new they want to figure out and it's exciting for them to be chasing something. But then if you, I know this sounds like a game, it kind of is a little bit, but we, we have to navigate it from a spiritual perspective of knowing our value is that if we start to give them what they want straight away, they start to lose interest. And it's happened to me, even in the current relationship I'm in, initially it was all really strong. And then as I started coming to the party, he started pulling away. Mm. And then I was in the same position. Like, what the hell are you doing? (laughs) First you're buying me peanut butter for me in the morning. And then now you're telling me not to come over and stay. It's like, where is this going? But what I did is, and as you know, as I've said bits and pieces over our journey with love, lessons is that I started working on other things and putting my attention on myself and through that process of valuing myself more they actually come closer to you so as long as you're not using I know this is really hard and a little bit of a mind but (laughs) when, when that happens when they come on too strong and then they start pulling away you have to change that rejection that you're feeling and that abandonment that you're feeling into a place of power to find your own self-value. Because within us all, there's a masculine and feminine energy. And this is why I've said to you before, when I get someone on my table, I can instantly feel if their masculine or feminine energy is out of whack, which as a result is either not letting their relationship come closer or not in a relationship at all, or pushing the person too close, pushing them away. So within us, when they start to reject, you have to start balancing the masculine and feminine energy within you. This doesn't matter if you're in in the same sex relationship. We still have to have that balance within us. When you're going out dating, meeting people, they're ghosting you or whatever, turn that rejection into value power for yourself. Mm. Because when you have that, when you're balancing your masculine feminine, so the feminine energy when it's at its weak point will be like, oh my God, he doesn't want me. I feel rejected. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not, I need to wear more makeup. I need to get my boobs on, whatever. You're not doing those things for someone else. You need to be doing those things for you. And as soon as you build up your value and then they see that you're like, oh my God, she doesn't actually need me to fill any voids for her guarantee they'll come closer. Yeah, as long as you're not projecting that need onto them, they will come closer to you if it's meant to be, obviously. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, just if you're getting on with things, which we all try to do, we're like, I'm trying to go off the vibe that I'm totally fine, but, like, secretly not. (laughs) Secretly like, oh, my God, not again. But, no, yeah, I think that's such a good point is that if it's meant to be, it will. Like, just because you're getting on with things doesn't mean it's going to work out. And I think... Sometimes we like to think that, you know, like give ourselves a little bit of hope. Yeah, but this is why, like, even if I'm feeling really shit or whatever, I will still carry on. I'll allow myself to feel like crap and scream and cry and hit the whatever, hit the floor or whatever I need to do. (laughs) But I will do carry on with my meditation routines, all of that, even if it's really hard, because I know that I'm actually healing myself through the process and adding more value to my masculine feminine energy. I'm using that sensitive feminine energy during those times of rejection and the feeling of aloneness and, and and abandonment to be able to build myself worth up to allow him to come closer to me. And this happens also if you're fighting with your partner. So if you were having, and I'm sure lots of people were doing that over lockdown because we're in each other's faces all the time, conflicts are coming up. And so even 
in my personal situation, if we're finding it hard to be with each other, I pull away and look within myself and go, why am I projecting this onto him? There must be that little girl in me and my feminine energy that's expecting him to fill some void for me. It's actually not his responsibility to do that. Mm. It's my responsibility. Once I'm through that feeling of imbalance, I will go to him with the end result of like, okay, this is actually what I was upset about and this is what I want. And are you able, what is it that I need to help you with to be able to get that? Mm. So I, I don't do all the processing around the partner. I do the processing outside of the partner and go with it because they can't cope with it. Women are stronger emotionally. Women are much stronger emotionally so that we can deal with probably screaming at each other and getting on with life. Guys can't deal with that. Mm, yeah, that makes a lot of and sense. And even they just can't. Like they, they just don't know what to do because their thing is fixing it. How do I fix this? What do I do? This is if you're in a relationship and you're experiencing conflict. It's just something in your feminine energy that's been hurt. And this can be generational. This can be past life related where we've been abandoned and all of that. And we're trying to find someone to heal that within us, but it's actually our responsibility. So take a pause, whether you're dating someone or you're figuring out who to date or you're just going out on multiple dates trying to meet someone. Take a pause in between communicating with them to check in with yourself before you go in and take it all the wrong way. Don't take it the wrong way if you're being rejected and abandoned. It's actually just a reflection of something within you that needs to be healed. We'll get back to the rest of our Love Lessons episode soon, but first, a word from our sponsor. I know a lot of you love spiritual practitioner Gaia from Soul33, and after listening to our love lessons, you've gone to see her. Well, you have to check out and download her app. The Beacon by Soul33 is your spiritual guidance app. For just a few dollars a month charged annually, you will have Gaia in your pocket 24-7. By becoming a member, you get priority face-to-face follow-up sessions, plenty of content, guided meditations, practical exercises, podcast lessons, affirmations, and free subscription for Spiritual Health magazine. There's a group chat where you can ask Gaia what you want content-wise to support you. Gaia monitors your spiritual state and you can request mini readings. The members are loving the support. Simply search Soul33 on the App Store and Google Play today something I think is really important is, you know, when you're on your own and, and when you're in a relationship as well, but especially when you are dating somebody, it's important to keep up your routines, your rituals, your self-care and not let that stuff slide for a romantic prospect or anyone else. Because I really think you can't just, that's just like sacrificing things. And it's not that you can't fit in with other people's lives, but I think it's really important to keep doing that so that when someone else does come in and maybe there's a potential new relationship starting, you still have the things you do. And it's certainly helpful when things don't work out to be able to continue on. And like you say, it might be hard to do your meditation and go to yoga. You might be upset, but I think it's really important. And it's something I learned quite early on is just not to like 
give up your life for somebody else. You know what I mean? Like no, it's very important. Neither. Yeah, yeah, it's so important. You, you do have to keep going with your things that you do and knowing what brings you joy and balance. And like you just said also, sometimes those things are hard to do. Normally when you're feeling balanced, they bring you a lot of joy and peace. But sometimes you're like, oh, my God, this is such a chore. This is such a struggle. Do it anyway. But you should never give up your life for someone new because that also puts pressure. Like in my previous relationship, I would get home from work and he's kind of sitting there like a puppy dog, like entertain me. What do we do? And I'd be like, I don't know. Freaking go do whatever you need to do. I've got my own life, you know. It's kind of like and I knew that whatever relationship that came after, I needed someone independent that had their own friends and their own things and we did things together and everybody just got on with their life separately but together yeah and that's what you have to remember if it's someone new that you're pursuing or someone that you have now make sure you have your own interests and if it's someone new and they ghost you just take a pause and just be like what is this telling me about me that I need to heal or if it's a conflict with your partner what is it telling me about me that I need to heal because there must be some reason it's coming up for me it's not just blaming them but once you've thought about like processed it and healed it within you you can go to them in a matter of days or hours or whatever and say this is actually what I was feeling and so I just wanted to communicate that with you I wasn't intentionally trying to be rude or intentionally pushing you away or whatever and you'll find a place of common ground with each other when you go in with a place of understanding rather than oh my god I've been rejected oh I'm too ugly oh he's whatever it's not about that actually that's all the physical stuff that you're thinking about Yeah. And another thing which I think is worth talking about is, you know, we've talked about how you've got to be careful not to, in the beginning stages, you know, like guys can come in really hot. One question I've always wondered is, but why do people come in so hot if they might not even be ready for a relationship? Like it's, I find it personally a bit annoying and inconvenient to my time. You know what I mean? I'm like, (laughs) excuse me, this is not really the best use of my time right now. Yeah. It's an ego thing, Belle. Mm. It's an ego thing because they come in hot knowing that they're going to get interested. And because men, I mean, this has gone on since the beginning of the time. Men know that to interest a woman, they need to show some that they are interested. So they will come in strongly they're not because you know if a guy was just like disinterested in the beginning we're not going to be interested either nah. <laughs> we'll be like well what the fuck do you want you're not even giving me the time of day <laughs> but men will continue to do this most men will continue to come on quite strong in the beginning because it's an ego thing it's like I'm the man I'm coming in to show you that I like you it's exciting for them it's that fueling that that masculine energy in them whereas if they were in balance with their feminine energy they would know to be gentle and realistic and be like I do actually really like you let's see where this goes rather than oh my god I'll take you home to my mum next week or yeah, you know we're going go on this trip we're off. gonna go yeah exactly <laughs> like all these weird promises yeah. yeah it's because they've got an imbalance with them but the more evolved and aware you are you'll be able to see it right off the bat when you go on a date that if this guy is coming on too intense, you're, you need to be a bit smarter than that. So you need to be like, you can't be like, oh my God, a guy's never spoken to me like this and he's never promised me all these things. And like what you said, if they're following through with the actions over time, because you're looking for sustainability. Mm. And for me, you know, for me, actually, I prefer things to start off rocky and shaky and to see where it goes rather than all guns blazing. He's buying me flowers every week and freaking chocolates and taking you me out. You can't sustain that, can you? Or, You can't sustain it. So you have to be the balanced person in it, even if the potential partner is imbalanced, to think about 
sustainability and long-term, but they come in all guns blazing because it's an ego thing because their masculine feminine is out of whack. If they were connected to their feminine side a bit more, they would come in more even keel, understanding that this might give this person the wrong impression if I come in promising her all these things because the feminine side, the compassion and sensitivity females have, we consider feelings. Mm. We consider that this may hurt someone. Women, we do have a manipulative side. Even I do. That's why I have to check myself before I argue with my partner or, or say anything. It's like, am I arguing to get a response or a reaction, sorry, or am I actually arguing to get some sort of action plan done so that we can actually keep moving forward? So you just have to be really aware when you go on these dates or argue with your partner that they are probably imbalanced within themselves. The masculine side is the ego. So I'm going to tell you all these things. I'm going to show, I'm going to say all these things to you, take you all these places. And then suddenly within three weeks, it's all like flat on its face. Yeah. So that's when you've got to be the person putting the handbrake on within yourself going, hang on, hang on, hang on. Is this a sustainable thing? Because I mean, all, all women will say this, like, oh, my husband used to do this, this, this for me in the beginning. And then yeah. now bloody hard to get him to get the rubbish out sort of thing. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. So it, it's an ego thing and an imbalance of the masculine feminine within them. So now you can be aware of that when you go out on dates or whatever with whoever, like, okay, if he's coming on strong, don't question him about it, but just observing yourself saying, oh, this is not quite real yet. He's just trying to exert his masculine ego energy to show me that he likes me. He's enjoying having the power, but that's not actually real. That's not reality. Yeah, so I guess it's a matter of not getting too swept up in things. Not obviously, you would never discuss this with the person. Just that, oh, no, God. just 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 given that as a PSA to anyone listening, you do not that will like make him run even further. But yeah, I think that's a good point. It's like, yep, you can enjoy because I think a lot of us will either with me, like for example, I'll either fall fast or I'll take. I'm a hard one to crack, and then you might yeah. finally be able to chip away at me, and I'll be like, oh, finally! Like I'm like, oh god, here we go. I actually do like you now, but no, I think yeah. that's the thing. Like not getting too swept up in things, which I think a lot of us do. Like it's just a normal thing. You'll be like, oh my god, this is this amazing person? It's going so great. And then I know a few years back, I would have that where it would be like a succession one after the other of these like short mm. like relationships, and it was just. It's exhausting and I just can't be, I just, oh, I got over it. It's just too much to deal with. Absolutely. And one thing I want to touch on, which we won't discuss in this episode, we can talk about another time. You do get hurt in relationships, whether they're new or whether they've gone on for 30 years, there's pain and there's hurt. So saying what we've been saying, it doesn't mean that, of course, in the beginning, you want to be a bit cautious and you want to go in now thinking, oh, okay, he's coming in with his ego, she's coming in with her ego, whatever. But you do need to be vulnerable at some point. Yeah. You do need to be vulnerable at some point and just not too protected, like, oh, because you, then you're not going to let that person in. But again, doing what I do, it's actually an imbalance of the masculine feminine. Because when you're protecting like that, and that's what the guys end up doing, they're suddenly like, oh, retreat back, protection. Right? We don't want, you know, you just think of like Wolverine or something, you know, <laughs> putting up his guard. Yeah. But it's kind of like, it's when we do that, we're not allowing people to come in either. But that's for another episode. But yeah. just bear that in mind as well. It's just masculine, feminine balance and also looking that this person is triggering certain things in you so that you can be more aware of what you bring to the party in a relationship. Because if you're feeling rejected, unworthy, devalued, those are your issues. He or she is just bringing them out in you to heal. Mm. 
And we've talked about how you can navigate that situation, but I think at the time it can be quite a tricky situation to be in where, you know, you've had maybe the start of a relationship and then a guy does have what we often refer to as the man spin, which it's a thing. Like, it's absolutely a thing. <laughs> like, what other ways can we navigate this time? What else would you recommend? Look, for me, going back again to your value, what it is that you want, who you are. Like so often, you know, I'll be talking to clients about what their value proposition is. And we've done an episode on this too. You actually need to have this physically written down so you can go back and look at it and be like, actually, I'm a very confident person. I'm very kind. I'm compassionate. I'm loving. And I'm looking for all these things in another person. So you have to keep reminding yourself what your long-term long-term vision is by navigating this through who you are. Don't blame things on the other person. I know it's easy to do that. Like, oh, he did that to me, he, whatever, but they're only doing that because you're needing that in your life. So that's why whenever we are having conflicts at home, I'm like, there must be something in me. There must be something in me. And I go back to my value proposition, that I've got in my diary. These are the things that I bring to the party in a relationship. I'm nurturing, I'm caring, I'm home for him. He loves my feminine energy. He likes being protected and nurtured by me. I look back at all of those things that I know that I bring to the party. Cause sometimes I forget too, when you're caught up in the emotion. So Navigation through the man spin, man freak out. <laughs> Be aware that whatever's being triggered in you is for you to heal. Don't blame the other person. Be learning how to self-assure yourself, especially because when things happen like that, you're going, maybe I just don't deserve this or maybe I'm just it's not meant to happen for me. We all have those thoughts, mm. but it's about overcoming those much quicker rather than sitting in that energy for years and years and years and completely missing out on what you want. Yeah, because it can be a bit, I guess that's dating, isn't it? Like you're going to have, and so sometimes you can think it's a bit personal, like, oh, why does this keep happening? But that's what dating is like. Like it's not always going to work out. So you're going to go through these times and each time you need to, I know for me at times you'll be like, oh, not again. Like what is it, why, why does this keep happening to me? And you've got to sort of work that one out, you know, but Another thing is what would be some practical tips of how to actually not to, I think one of the main things is not to like text bomb them, not to call them too much, but how would you recommend actually practically handling things if you have been dating someone and then they start having the man freak out, the man spin? Okay. So practical, I mean, the texting thing is important. For me, I take a pause in between everything and I, I will say to myself, I choose me first. I choose me first. So if I'm upset with my partner or or if I'm discussing this with a client, I will stop and I'll actually say, okay, rather than chasing, oh my God, what's wrong? You know, is everything okay? Because you want to do that in a relationship. It's like, you know, no, don't leave. We have to still finish talking about something. The guy's out of there, man. They don't want to fucking talk about it now. They, they, They need time to think about it and figure out in their own head. So it takes a lot of willpower for a woman to shut them up because I'm talking personally too. Oh, yeah. So I have to... I need to learn to zip and allow him to be in his head for a while. And so that's when you have to say to yourself, I choose me first. And that's when I do my meditation. I could be screaming and crying during my meditation where I'll, I don't know, do whatever I need to do, go for a walk, do my art, whatever I'm going to do. That's when I always say to me, I choose me first, but I always take a pause. So if it's a new dating thing and they've pulled away, If you choose yourself first, you won't be chasing after that person. You'll be like, actually, 
you might put in your head like, okay, if I don't hear from him in three days, then I will probably just maybe if I really want to know, I might message back and say, hey, I haven't heard from you. Is everything all good? Knowing that you may not get an answer and just being okay with that because you mm. gave him that space anyway. You, did, you didn't get, get back to him in an hour or two hours demanding a response. You gave him the space and then you're like, okay, well, is this, you know, is everything okay? If they don't reply, you've got your answer. If they do reply, then you can meet up and then discuss if it's long enough into the relationship for you to actually discuss what it is that you need. Like, look, if you're going to pull away like that, like often I'll tell my partner, I'll say to him, look, I don't want you to be offended by this, but I actually just don't feel like talking. I don't do that with him, but I'll just say, look, I'm not actually going to be talking much today. So don't be offended. It's nothing personal. I just want to be in myself because I choose me first today. Mm. Yeah. It's a tough one, isn't it? When you're a talker, I'm the same and people will be like, why aren't you talking? Is, is everything okay? I'm like, no, I'm good. I just don't really feel like talking. Something yeah, personal. and you just say it. Yeah, yeah, it's nothing personal. So, you know, I what, one thing I always say to myself is, I choose me first, especially when there's conflicts going on. Let them or or ghosting or whatever. Let them just process whatever they have to do. And I usually give it a period of time in my head. I'll be like, okay, especially when you get to know someone and you're in a relationship with them, you kind of know how much time they need to get back to some sort of balance. And then when they're balanced, that's when I go in with the end thing that I need to say because I've been doing all my processing in between. But if it's someone new, it's a little bit harder because you're like, what the hell's going on? I don't even know what this person's thinking. So that's when you'll just be like, I choose me first. There's going to be a pause in between. He obviously needs some space. However, if I have not heard from him in, I don't know, 48 hours, three days, whatever, I'll just message a very casual message back saying, are you okay? haven't heard from you and just leave it. Not a desperate message like, oh, my God, what's happening? Yeah. Don't you like me anymore? Just be just real chill. Yeah, if things are meant to be, it can be shit, but learn from it and just if it's meant to be, it will work out. I know that's easy to say exactly. when you're not going through it, but when you're going through it, it can feel really horrible, you know? Oh, it is horrible. And it's, I'm not saying that it's not horrible and painful mm. and hard, but use those opportunities to find your own value. Choose yourself first, especially even in long-term relationships. It's like, you know, when my friends are whinging about their partners, it's the same shit. They're whinging about the same stuff over and over again. And they're like now going, well, I'm just choosing myself first because I can't be caught up in his crap all the time. He needs to figure that out because it's his issue. I'm just here for the ride. Mm. So yeah, it is painful and there is hurt and pain in all relationships, some more than others. So it's about just really finding that balancing act within you. And you can do it. You will do it. And so those of you going out dating or in long-term relationships trying to find balance again with your new normal, just do that inner work for yourself. Have your things that you enjoy doing. Write down your value proposition, what it is that you bring to the party in a relationship. And even one for you as an individual person. Like I know as an individual, I've got a lot of strengths. It's about finding that reassurance within yourself, Belle. Yeah, totally. And I think that's so right. I like what you say, put yourself first because some of these yeah, people... Yeah, I choose me first. I choose me first because they might literally be in your life for a date or a couple of weeks and... Correct. No point putting them before you. I feel you're going to be around for a lot longer than that person. Hey, thank you so much, Gaia. So good to chat through uh, this today. I'm sure it'll be really helpful. Cool. Thank you, Belle. Thanks to The Beacon by Soul33 for making this episode of the Self Love Club podcast possible. Your spiritual guidance app. Become a member for a few dollars a month. You'll have Gaia in your pocket 24-7.
Thank you so much for listening to the Self Love Club podcast. Please subscribe for weekly episodes and catch up on the backlog of eps you may have missed. Until the next episode, make sure you're following the Self Love Club at Self Love Club Podcast on Instagram for daily content, IGTV clips of interviews, and you can find me at Belle Crawford. Plus, find resources and articles on my website, bellcrawford.com with a new recommendations page with my book club, all of the good shows to watch. And also, you can actually listen to all of the podcast interviews ever on the Self Love Club on the podcast page. We've got heaps of incredible guests coming up with weekly episodes available each Monday. I'll catch you really soon. Ellie the most, okay? Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.